welcome back to another episode of Hollin' Ass with Fiberglass. Whether it's high-performance boating, bass fishing, or just living lake life in the Northeast, Hollin' Ass with Fiberglass keeps you afloat with topics geared to life on the water. Hey, this is Steve, your host of Hollin' Ass with Fiberglass, and a shout-out to Greg and the talented team at Scream and Fly for sharing Hollin' Ass with Fiberglass to the boating community. We love supporting Scream and Fly and appreciate the reverse reach-around. Speaking of shouting, if you're having a hard time hearing the sound of your outboard over the bickering on your boat, then you need this episode about boat budgets. In our experience, Boats can be some of the most rewarding and lasting assets that money can buy, especially if they're well taken care of. We all know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's why I'm here today with Jeff from Seven Lakes Marine to talk about why your wife hates me. <laughs> so, Jeff, welcome back. How's it going? It's going great. So tell me, why does your wife hate you? Well... Uh, that would be quite the list. I'm not sure where to start. So <laughs> since we're talking about boats, there was an incident, I guess, where uh, I owned a boat for a couple of years that my wife did not know about. So it became a little bit of a joke and she picked up on it once in a while here and there. And then when she actually found it and found out what a POS it was sitting in the woods doing nothing that, well, she didn't really think that it was as much of a good idea as me let's put it that way so. <laughs> you hid a boat from your wife yes yeah. yeah i had big you know aspirations for it and all this kind of stuff it's actually still in process as we speak because uh you know when we do this for work uh, our stuff becomes second rate basically so so but wait sure. don't you own like five boats i do I do, I do, but you can never have too many boats, so that's no. how I was raised. I would blame my father for that one. So, so it's kind of like shoes. For women, yes, yes, exactly. You know, like when you walk by my wife's, you know, closet, which is a spare bedroom full of stuff, and you open her closet full of shoes, it barfs out like, you know, you think there's a shoe factory inside there. <laughs> you got little guys chiseling all the way. Oh, yeah. Making those shoes. Yeah. And they don't come free. You know, you feed materials oh, on yeah. one side, and shoes come totally. out the other. All kinds of money sitting in there. You would think that the shoes were rabbits, and they just multiply in there. I don't know where the hell they come from. So, you know, when it comes to why your wife hates me, and, yeah. and your words about boats, like... You know, what's at the heart of that for you? What's at the heart of that sentiment? So, you know, it's because, you know, a boat for a lot of people, it's a toy. It's a prized possession. Uh, you know, it's it's what you look forward to. That's your release from work. That's your release from your family, this and that. So men, as with a lot of things, they want to keep improving it, making it bigger, better, faster, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of times they'll turn into what their wives would per perceive as a money pit. So, <laughs> right? All right. So a, a guy might not necessarily see it this, or a husband might not not see it in the same way how's that so yeah no absolutely you know it's it's i sit, sit at work all week and i think about getting out on the water getting up to the lake and 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 i'm just so displaced from it being two hours away from my boat sitting covered on a dock that sure. what, what ties me to it is sitting online looking at what i can yes. buy for my boat. yes yes so yes. the next time i go enjoy it it's an even better experience even, yes it's better it's faster it does this now i got a cool fish finder on it that i can see side imaging i can see real time i, I can do all this kind of stuff right next thing you know it's like so you know i stash 500 bucks away i got a thousand bucks away next thing you know you're like literally thousands of dollars into a bunch of old trinkets and stuff that you bought for your boat and you're the, you happy you're, yeah. you're the guy who's like 
I'm the guy. You're the guy. You're the um, guy we all come to. And it's like, Jeff, what can I put on my boat? Sure. I can't find the fish. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'll find a fish finder. This is the latest, greatest this. This is the latest, greatest that. You know, cost this, cost that, install. I'm the guy that that tells you to spend money on the boat instead of taking your wife out to eat, redoing the bathroom, the kitchen, all this kind of stuff, you know? Well, I mean, why wouldn't you want your kitchen redone? Because... When you redo your kitchen, the food tastes the same, okay? It's not it's not the same as putting a new stainless propeller on your boat. It's going to go faster. It's going to perform better. I don't care if you put granite countertops in and a new fridge and a new stove unless they didn't work. Your chicken parm is going to taste the same, all right? So to, to me, there's no point in upgrading that stuff. Yeah, and you can ask my wife. This is We've had these conversations. I don't think once. you're going to be having any chicken parm because who the fuck is going to cook it for you? Yeah, pretty much. SpaghettiOs. I don't care. I'll eat them all day as long as my boat's mint you know it has to turn heads when you show up i'm just gonna put the sexist alert out for this episode just gonna hang that oh, yeah. sign yeah. we're gonna we're just gonna have a little bit of normative fun here absolutely politically correct <laughs> is out the window we don't really roll that way around here at seven lakes in the first place so oh, we try not to. god i mean we yeah. all laugh at each other right the sex war sex wars it's just yeah. you know it's it's funny it's real for a reason because we just whether i don't care if you're male female whatever whoever holds yeah. the power in the family yeah there's always these arguments. Without a doubt. There's sure. always these arguments. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's really funny because when I used to sit there and look at what I could put on my boat, now I'd know in the back of my head I'd have this thing running like, yeah. dude, you don't need anything for your boat. I'm like, yeah, I do. Because yeah. when I get there, I want to be able to do this, this, and this, and it's going to be better. It's going to yeah. be more fun. When I sit here next week, I'm going to look forward to doing it even more. Yes. Oh, and I'll get that. I'll get this stereo because I know my wife will enjoy the music when I play it this weekend. Sure. Which my wife always tells me to turn it down anyway because I play it too loud. <laughs> But I'm the same way. Like, you know, if you got the kick-ass boat, you have a kick-ass stereo in it. I mean, they go hand in hand, right? So You know, a $4,000 stereo on a $7,000 boat <laughs> makes that boat better. It does. It doesn't necessarily increase the resale value by the same amount, but let's face it, a lot of the stuff is not financial decisions. It's it's a decision to make yourself happy. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. Resale value in boat? That's yeah. a thing? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> for some people, it should be for us here at work, but it's not always the case. So, well, The second you drive it off the lot, it yeah. drops in value right there. Damn right. I know. Unless you get that stainless steel prop. And that new waterproof cover. That does increase resale value. It does. Sure. It See? does. Yes. So yeah, and, you justify uh, it. What else would increase? Well, the kick-ass stereo, because, you know, the transom's rotted, but listen sure. to this thing. Oh, yeah. I know. It sounds awesome, right? It gets chicks. It, <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> what your wife wants. Yeah, whatever. She's fine with it. <laughs> Hopefully your mom's not listening to this, you know. <laughs> well, when you're at the sandbar, you want everybody to be looking at your boat. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. And to just get. think, when you're single and you have to buy half of your boat back again, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be really thankful for that side scan yeah. and that kick-ass. Oh yeah, again. yeah, that's a whole different element to the financial decision, I guess, right? The refrigerated so, cup holders. Yeah, yeah so maybe yeah. be careful how much you improve your boat because you're gonna have to pay for at least fifty percent of it all over again. <laughs> yeah, I would say take advice from me on the boat, not on marital decisions. How's that? So. Well, boats are easy. Yeah. You know, you buy the part, you put it on. Sure. Although my second wife had breast implants, and we <laughs> bought the part and put it on. Those are bolt-ons. That increases That's, the resale that, value. That definitely, yeah. well, yeah, but it wasn't resold to me. I didn't benefit <laughs> from the sales. So. <laughs> Even though I did pay for 25%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> We're going to a dark place here. Yeah, I, I was going to be way glasses. past politically correct yeah, if I keep going on this. Yeah, one, yeah, so, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll stop. That's pretty right. awesome, though. But toys, yeah. toys, toys. You can't yeah. have enough toys. Is, no. is it a, a guy thing? Is, it, is, it a, is that a prosthetic enlargement situation <laughs> going on here? <laughs> I think it is, right? You know, uh, to a certain degree, you can't go chase girls if you're married so you improve what you already got i'm talking about the boat not the wife so right or the prosthetic yeah, yeah. there you go yeah well it's, it's all, it all makes it bigger and better right so you know like any kind of performance upgrade to your boat's gonna make it faster it might make it handle better blah 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 that kind of stuff sounds like a viagra commercial it kind of does uh <laughs> yeah this is this, this is not sponsored by pfizer this is part sponsored by mercury racing how's that well, I know. I, I can't stop collecting toys. Bigger, better thrills. Got to have one bike. Got to have two bikes. You know, got to have the toys. Got to have the toys, right? That's how we're wired to a certain degree. You know, as we're growing up, you had the trains, you had the video games, you had this, that. And right. As, as right. we get bigger, the toys get bigger with them. You know, uh, wives, for example, at least my, they don't necessarily have the same opinion on the stuff that we do. Once yeah. again, they like their shoes or clothes or they want to make the house nice or all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but they got the thing. Yeah. You know, we all have our pursuits, you know, sure. male, female, whatever. We've all got our pursuits. And, I, and it's tongue-in-cheek. It's fun to divide it in, 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 into like a male versus female thing sure. because it's something we can all relate to on some level or have at some point in our life. But yeah. it, it's very true. When, when, I bought my, when I bought my toys, you know, I talked to my wife about it first. I didn't hide a boat in the woods like some people for two years. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we did it as a means to do things together it's sure. like sure let's buy a boat let's buy an atv you know let's because we wanted to do things together and then of course once i got the boat then then i then i needed the side scan yes. and I the trolling motor and then i yes. needed a faster engine oh, yeah. because i can't haul me and my you know chubby buddy to oh, the fishing yeah. hole <laughs> <laughs> don't pick on the chubby buddies well that was i'm coining your phrase there so yeah it's yeah. it's those are the things that I kind of think of, but on the flip side of it... You know, what we enjoy will make your other half perception of that toy into a money pit. So right. all we do is we buy this, we buy that. You said it was going to cost $500 to maintain, it costs us $850 this year. You know, you... You said it was going to cost so much. Well, let's face it. Men lie to their wives a lot of times about how much things are going to cost so we can get our way, right? Let's just be, be honest. If wives knew every single, you know, how much your toolbox costs, you'd probably never have it in the first place. It's the same thing with the boat or any other kind of toy that, that goes along with it. And then what you put into it. Oh, is that a new fish finder? Uh, no, that's the same one we've had for a while. Yeah, I no. got a new skin for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know. got a new cover for it or something right, like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how the conversations go. And then that's how we get in trouble, right? By lying. Because we learned when we were kids not to lie, but we forget it all once we get married. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that only yeah. lasts so long. And then we realize that just, yeah. if we, if we want to have things, we got to have the We got to find a way to get them. And, yeah. and this is not... You know, it sounds like a sexist conversation, but it's really not because I think it's universal. Oh, yeah. oh honey, I bought a new pair of shoes. Oh. Yeah, well, if those shoes have a red heel and it kind of looks like alligator print going down the hallway, then that's uh, a $2,000 shoe. Sure. I went to Kohl's and I saved $50. Well, you didn't save $50 because <laughs> you wouldn't have... 
<laughs> you would have saved whatever you spent. Like, don't spend 150 in the first part and tell me you're saving 50. It doesn't make any sense. So it's the same but different, right? I, I can't tell you every year. I don't. I do not know how, but I used to do the taxes in the house, and I used to add up the sheet of all the clothing donations through the year. Bags and bags of clothes going out the house. After year three, donating at least what had to have been $4,500 retail value dollars worth of clothing. Oh, yeah. I had to scratch my head and wonder how the hell that shit got in the house in the first place. Oh, absolutely. I never saw that shit coming in. I never, mean, ever. It just there, shows up. No, yeah. it's just there. All of us, yeah. oh, I got to clean out my closet. Yeah. Like, well, I have one boat. <laughs> and, and, and I put a stainless steel prop. It's still yeah. in the fucking driveway. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's and go I, for a ride. I have the same t-shirts from like 15 years ago. Why do we need new ones all the time? It doesn't make any yeah, sense I, to I, us, right? I, I yeah, can kind of tell. Well, yeah. it's just... It does say Bay Rippers on it. Sponsored by Glenn Foster. Yo, that is a funny thing because yeah. one of my chubby buddies has, has the same shirt and he loves it and loves it, but the holes just keep getting bigger and they're, they're multiplying faster than the shoes in your wife's closet. That's how it goes, but you hold on to it because you'd rather go out and, and buy some fishing money. tackle. Right. Right. Yeah, on something. He's different. got three fishing boxes sure. and five Plano boxes sure. and they're all full of lures he hasn't even opened yet. I know. Like $15 Rapala DT60s. You nice, know? nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's just to us, it makes sense, you know, then it doesn't always make sense. You know, it's kind of like, as I sit here and think about it, you know, sitting at work shopping for lures, it's like, I might not be fishing. I can't fish. I probably don't have the time to fish because when I go fishing for two hours on the boat that I bought to go fishing, and <laughs> I get yelled at for being gone too long on Correct. a Saturday morning. So yes. if I can't go fishing, I'm going to buy more lures, more gear, more equipment so I can think about fishing and feel like fishing and approximate <laughs> fishing because I can't actually fucking go fishing on the boat I got to go fishing. <laughs> but when you do get to go, that two hours is going to be freaking awesome. I mean, let's face it. You're going to have every... It doesn't matter if you go in top water, if you got this, you got that, you're going to be ready to go. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're all kind of geared the same way about that. Men do it. Women do it. We all do it. And uh, we're here to say that uh, you're the guy that makes it happen. So I am the guy. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll be talking this, that. Next thing you know, oh, we get a stainless prop that shows up. Well, blah, blah, blah. You know, next thing you know, you're $1,000 in the hole. But it is what it is. If you picked up three miles an hour, it's worth it, at least to us. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the thrill of the chase and gives yes. us something to do. You That's know, exactly it's like, it. hey, I've got a boat. I don't need another boat. Uh, no, that's a lie. Sure. I just don't have the dock space for one. <laughs> <laughs> you can always have extra boats, Lisa. That's yeah, no. No, my garage yeah. was full within 10 months of I owning saw. it. So, yeah. I saw. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 that's not. No, I don't think you probably can. But, yeah, you can always shrink wrap it and put it around the corner. I, th I thought about that, but I think I'd just rather improve it. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. now I'm going to spend 150% of my boat's value sure. on so my boat next year. That is another thing. If you have multiple boats, make sure you have one that is absolutely mint that you can use all the time. We have a certain person we work with, his name might rhyme with tank, that has a lot of projects and not any <laughs> single boat that works great. So he ends up getting himself frustrating and spreading all his time among all these things that he never really finishes anything. So if, if you have multiple, just make sure that you have one awesome one. Well, that's definitely one way to piss off your partner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is to spend all your time outside the house, but you're not getting any reward Nothing. from it yourself. Because they just want to go for, and I say 
my wife just wants to go for a boat ride, right? That's all she wants to do. She wants to be able to sit up there with the dog, go for a ride. If the boat's broken, then she can't do that. So Right, right. And that's going to be super frustrating because you're throwing all this money and you can't do this and you can't do that. And I do have a buddy, the chubby buddy, yeah. who uh, you know who is in that situation. He actually adheres to the budget. He, he listens to his partner. They plan things out. They make des- decisions and he buys... What he can afford is an eighteen hundred dollar Bohunk bass boat with a you know nineteen eighty you know six cylinder Merc that barely runs. Yeah. And now he can't go fishing because, but he already bought the boat and he already spent the money. And oh, it's going to be great, but he can't go fishing because it's broken. Oh. And they can't go for a boat ride because the other boat's broken. Yeah. And you know if if you're going to have stuff, you got to take care of it. You got to put the money into it. And yeah. I think that that's not that's people don't understand that. All the time, the maintenance, the work, and everything that goes into it to make sure that things work and when you go down there and turn the key. Very important. It's uh, Boats are... Save your marriage. Yes. <laughs> save your marriage. Don't save your money. <laughs> save your marriage. <laughs> Wait, You're going to spend it. Make sure it works. I have no idea. <laughs> That's our new tagline. Spend, <laughs> it. spend it to make sure it <laughs> Yeah, well, let's put that one on a t-shirt. What do you think? Yeah, I got yeah. five bucks in my pocket. Let me go next door and see how this thing works. <laughs> Give me six schlitzes. Uh, Weigh the anchor, it's time for another Seven Lakes Marines Bench and Wrench Minute. There we go. We're here with Dan, Master Tech, down at Seven Lakes Marine. And Dan, you had a Liberator in the shop that had a whole bunch of custom glass work and needed a new engine to get that puppy back on the waves this summer. So what did you find? So we got the, Frankie actually got the boat all glassed and ready to get the new rigging put into the boat. The customer had purchased a Mercury Racing 300R from a second party, and um, it was shipped to us. And we had installed it onto the boat, hooked up all the rigging, went for uh, a water test, and when we went to put it into reverse, it went forward. Started to climb back into the truck? Yes. Yes. (laughs) As I was talking to somebody, I went the opposite way. You know, um, and then if you went obviously into reverse or go forward, you went to forward, you went reverse. What was going on there? What did we find? Well, so we brought it back, and uh, truthfully, we didn't look too much into this motor because it was supposed to be ready just to bolt on. Probably should have looked at it maybe a little bit more before we put it on there, but checked our rigging stuff. All of our rigging was the way it should have been. Yep. So we decided, well, let's pull the low unit down, and these actually have electric shift actuator um, on them, so... It's all kind of like fly-by-wire DTS. Even though it does have a cable, it is electronically shifted. So we checked that, and that seemed to be moving in the right direction. We go forward, neutral, reverse. All right, so the mechanics were working. So everything from the rigging down to it lower, bolted on, Uh, seemed to be working. Okay. So I had happened to notice we pulled the lower unit down, that above the prop shaft where... The um, zinc is, there was a big gash in it, like a propeller had hit it. Okay. After looking at it, it the gear case I could see was just taking apart. So there, was, there was fresh oil around, uh, actually grease around where the carrier nut would go. and Yeah. Um, you know, some other thing. The gear oil was brand new and stuff in it. So I assumed, you know, without digging into it, that... Telltale signs were there. That something was going on inside. Yeah. Um, so digging around a little bit further... 
we have you know a shift tool we could actually shift it to, to watch it so as we were rotating the drive shaft clockwise if we put it into the forward position it would turn to the left all right if we put it to the reverse it would go to the right meaning that something inside was backwards <laughs> which is what you'd have when you want to make a counter rotating prop correct so these cases are designed to put the shift fork that slides the clutch dog back and forth in between the gears on the port or aft side, uh, the port or the starboard side of the case, which could make it, to your point, a standard rotation or a counter. This particular application, when um, the gear case was reassembled, um, they had installed the shift fork on the port side instead of the starboard and side. And made it a counter rotation. Made it a counter rotation. So what's the takeaway from this for our boat owners out there? Um, this one would have been hard because it's a DTS. It was a DTS motor. Um, but basically, you'd want to check your, when you're putting it into gear that it shifts the correct way and stuff. If you're buying a motor from a third party or something gets shipped here too, you know, it's hard because sometimes you got to set these things up on benches and things like that. If you can always find a used motor or something you can buy for something that's actually running and go look at it and, and make sure that shifting and charging and running the way it should be even go for a water test is very helpful. You yeah, know? awesome. All right, so if you're buying something that's bolt-on, don't always assume it's ready to go, especially if you're not buying it sight-seen. If you're buying it sight-unseen, um, you might want to take that extra step to have it checked out. Yeah, and this isn't you know fortunately for this this isn't a big deal it's just a little time like we talked about about the on the customer you know nothing's broken inside we can fix it and stuff so right. luckily it was you know this is a happy ending for this one a gear case tear down can't be cheap no well thanks dan you're welcome Holland Ass with Fiberglass is sponsored by Seven Lakes Marine in Sanbornville, New Hampshire. Visit www.7lakesmarine.com for your dose of sales, service, and speed. Feisty Boat Lady here. There's a reason why Seven Lakes Marine is your local East Central New Hampshire Mercury Repower Hotspot. Because we sell and service Mercury, Merc Cruiser, and Merc Racing engines. That means we have access to MercNet with thousands of parts available to keep your engine purring like a, well, like a Mercury. If you have a serial number for your engine or a part number and we don't stock it, we can have the part here as fast as the Mercury supply chain allows. Usually about a week. Some Merc parts we can even get next day through our massive warehouse in Connecticut. Either way, if you have a Merc in need, we have the fix indeed. Boats are one of the best investments when people ask me, um, as, as far as toys, people ask me like, hey, should I get a boat? And I think back to all the boats I've bought in my life. You know, I bought a $6,000 nitro bass boat and I've probably not put a damn penny into that boat sure. for repairs. You know, I bought it yeah. smart. It was yeah. in good shape, but yeah. it's also 20 years old. But it's, I, I, it doesn't owe me a dime. Sure. And if you buy a boat that's in good shape, there you go. You can enjoy it on a budget. You can have fun. You don't have to break your bank. Yep. And it costs maybe 150 to $200 a year to maintain because I do it myself. Yes. Yep. That's the other piece. If you're a handy guy and, and you can do some basics on the maintenance, they're not that expensive to own. You know, um, obviously, once you start paying for service or if you start doing the big upgrades yeah. or you start having multiple boats, like I said, you start getting a, 
all kinds of restoration projects and this and that, then that's where things start to get expensive. But that's what some people like spending their money on, right? And, so. and well, and it depends on the budget. I didn't have a big budget. I was divorced at the time. Sure. I had just sold. You just bought some bolt-ons. Yeah, I just bought the bolt-ons and yeah. watched them walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No return on investment there, folks. So F that, I'm getting a boat. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, my, my bass boat was sold. Yeah. So uh, here's, here's a story that'll make you cry, right? So... Um, a great idea. My wife says, let's, uh, let's sell the bass boat and buy a little speedboat. I'm like, hell yeah, that oh, cool. little speedboat's freaking awesome. Sweet little campion. And nice. let's book a trip to Disney. Great. So we, so we did. We booked a trip to Disney and we bought a $22,000 boat all in the same week. Nice. Felt like a king. Yeah. This is great. Hell yeah. Everything's moving along. Wife wants the new speedboat. Going to Disney. Mm. Awesome. Two weeks later, I'm going to go move in with so-and-so. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, oh, 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 shit, great. I got flights to cancel, trips to cancel. Yeah. Holy shit, I just sold my bass boat. Oh, no. What the fuck am I going to do? Oh. And I just bought a $22,000 boat that I don't oh, need anymore. God, hopefully it was in her name, but most <laughs> oh, likely not, God. right? What oh. a freaking nightmare that was. So oh, yeah. there I am standing with, you know, I finally got the money back for the deposit, and they, sure. they were very gracious. But, you know, I ended up, uh, my dad ended up helping me buy a, buy a bass boat just so I could fish that summer. Oh, yeah. But it's just like, man, and that boat owes me nothing. Of course. But... The, these are the maneuvers that happen in, in, yeah. in relationships, you know? You make choices together, you make choices for yourself, and you, and sure. you end up in these situations. Yeah, and, and, you know, for some people, like, you know, their toy, whether it's their bike or their boat or, or something, that's their, like, everything. That's their heart and soul, yeah. right? If you're a fisherman, you know, it's okay to fish offshore here and there, but you want to fish off a boat, especially if you have a house on a lake on top of it too, right? Right. I mean, what's the point of having a place on a lake or on the ocean if, if you have no boat? It, to me, it's almost pointless, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, you know, I mean, that's like all your free time is spent, whether you're going out hanging out with friends or fishing, you know, having drinks or hitting a sandbar. This, I mean, that's that's what you need. So. It, it is. It is. It's a, it's a wonderful thing for those of us that are into boats. A lot of people aren't into boats. You know, they like sure. kayaks. They like, you know, they don't, you know, don't like being on the water or, yeah. or whatever. They prefer to watch the loons and yell at the boaters. But, you know, that's okay. It's something for everyone. There's a place for every. Special snowflake in the world. You yeah, know, I guess so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, well, so we're going to have to flip off when we drive by it. 80 we miles do have hour. a boat here that we service that's called the Snowflake Melter. So, uh, oh, yes. that's that's a, what is that? That's yeah. a uh, 29 Warlock. So yes. That thing's pretty badass. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like that boat because I snowmobile. So I really don't like the name <laughs> yeah. of that boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, you. you know, back to the, back to what I was saying about boats being a great investment. They, they really are and they can be. You know, my buddy and his, and, his, and his partner agreed to buy a boat and, you know, she was into it and they go fishing once in a while. But it's always broken because he's trying to adhere to a budget and he can't afford to fix it because... He wasn't upfront with his wife about how much it was really going to cost to get yeah. a decent boat. He just wanted a boat so de- and and this is really a good this is really a good tip. He just wanted a boat so bad, he lied to his wife in reverse. He was like, "Honey, I only need I only need 1800 bucks. I only need 1800 bucks and I yeah. get a boat. You can get a boat for 1800 bucks. Great here. Here's 1800 bucks." But it never fucking runs. <laughs> Yeah, and he's got a 12-volt trolling motor on a 22-foot fishing boat, fat oh, tracker fishing boat. Oh, no. So, you know, you got to be honest. Yes, yeah. With yeah. yourself. you got to be honest with yourself for sure. Otherwise, your wife's going to hate you. You're also going to be hating yourself on top of it because you're just making bad decisions at that point. So. Well, he's, yeah. he was totally upfront about his boat. He just lied about what it was going to take to get a decent boat. Now she's pissed yeah. because she paid for a boat that doesn't that he can't use. Yeah. 
Yeah, once again, that's the worst thing you can do. Doesn't sound like you can win either way. No, no. Yeah, welcome to marriage, right? So that's a whole different conversation. Wait, marriage? What's that? (laughs) You're the smart guy. Hey, I paid 150% of the value of all my toys. Yeah, I know. Not a good financial decision in the, yeah, but it's all good. No, no, it was great financial decision. (laughs) Hell, I'd pay another 20% just to sustain the model. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Nice. But as far as boats are concerned, you know, um, if you maintain it yourself, obviously great, great investment. They really don't owe you much of anything. And I'm, I think I'm no. speaking from the perspective of outboards. Sure. And, and they're also something that, if taken care of, can literally last yeah. forever, right? You know, yeah. outlast, outlast us as human beings if, if, you know, it actually ever comes to that. So, like, you know, for me, when I was growing up, my father, he was a boater. We were into boats. We had a house on a lake. We he also had some boats on the ocean. That's what we did. That's what we talked about. We went to boat shows in the in our garage. We worked on boats. It was like a father son bonding thing, you know. That's yeah. that, that's what it turns out to be for a lot of people, right? Whether it's you know with their father, maybe it's with their significant other, friends, right? If I go to a party somewhere, I'm usually looking for the other boaters, and that's who I'm talking with. Maybe a fisherman yeah. or something. I'm, I play a little bit of golf, but I'm not really a golfer. But it's it's the same idea. If you show up at a party and you find another golfer, you're gonna talk to him about golf. Absolutely, that's a topic of conversation. Same thing with snowmobiling, right? You know, so. Well, you talk about you know bonding and and how how boats bring to bring people together, and they do yeah. similar interests. You talk about meeting people at parties, talk to people about boats because I know boats. Talk to people about golf because I if I know golf, you know that's sure. that's we we bond on similar interests. It's very true, yeah. and that's kind of the reason why a lot of people get into boating. I think they get a house on the lake or they have access to water, and like, yeah, honey, let's get a boat. We can take sure. the kids water skiing. We can we can eat dinner out on the boat. We can yeah. do sunset cruise. We can have our friends up and go out on the boat and think how much fun we're gonna have all summer long. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you you know you're a family or whatever you have a pontoon boat for example they seat 14 people right so it's a social event whether you want it to be or not you know your friends are going to come your neighbors your family this and that and you just go out and have a great time on it you know float around have a couple of beers maybe except for the driver can't you know go for a swim yep go tubing yep whatever your thing is I think that's the reason why I got into boating in the first place is, you know, we bought a place on the water. We started with the rubber raft because we wanted to have fun on the water. And then it just escalated from there watching all the other people out there. My dad was like, well, let me get us kids a little motorboat and we can go for sunset cruises and pull the kids around. Oh, Oh, let's get a little fishing boat so I can take my son fishing. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, same thing. That's how we started too. We had a little fiberglass boat. We had a six horsepower Chrysler on it at the time. The thing snapped shear pins every hundred yards. Uh, <laughs> same. Slowly transitioned <laughs> up. Next thing we got a fifteen, a twenty-five, and then the boats grew from there, right? So you know, it's kind of kind of the way of life. So yeah, and yeah. you know, if you have a reasonable sized boat. You can sustain it on a budget. You can make a decision as a family, and it can be a really beautiful thing that that you can do together. Yeah. And uh, you know, don't don't get me wrong. Eventually, someday it's going to graduate to you hiding stainless steel props in the closet because you want a bigger, better, better boat. You know, that's 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 the end. That's where it all all part of the deal. Yeah. That's that's the uh, the flaming gate that we're all driving yes. into. Yes. Yes. And you know, a little bit of a word of advice if. You're going to start doing all the add-ons and all that kind of stuff. First of all, make sure you can afford it. Hopefully, your boat's paid for if you're going out and buying all these trinkets and this and that. Otherwise, yeah. your wife is really going to hate you. And please don't blame me at that point because I'm not I'm not saying you should do that. So, 
Yeah, it's it's a passion. And if if you to have a boat and hide it for two years in the woods because you're afraid to tell your wife about a boat, that's one thing. I mean, that's that's a level of shame that we probably won't won't ever reach again in our I'm lifetime. I'm actually proud of it. How's that? There's really something wrong with me. I love you, man. Oh, seriously, you're like a role model. You know, I'm looking back thinking, like, what did I do wrong? I should have had, like, a five yeah. boats in the woods and yeah. a couple ATVs to get yeah, to them, yeah. you know. Snowmobile, yeah. yeah. Got to get to them in the winter, get the snow off. You know? Off-grid property you own that you pay cash where no one knows about. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ice good. fishing shack yeah. out there. <laughs> Multiple services that can provide. Well, honey, it's a tiny that. home. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a tiny home. That's it's, the latest crazy these yeah, days, yeah. right? You know, I see it on HGTV. I thought it was a good idea. I bought one. So. <laughs> I forget where we were going before that side track. I have no idea. Yeah, ice fishing shack turned turned tiny home. I couldn't. Tell yeah, no, no, it's yeah. it's a it's a circular reference, I think. <laughs> but it all brings us back to boats, boats, boats. Yeah, right. You can never have too many. No, I mean it, it's they they're good investments. They they really can be, especially if you maintain them yourself. So, sure. um, what do you think about boat budgeting in earnest? Boat budgeting. All right, so. You have to set yourself with a reasonable goal for sure. And that means you got to be honest with yourself when you're doing that. Understand there's, you know, a couple different categories. You got add-ons, okay, and, and there's stuff that you're going to need and want. And then you got to have some nice-to-haves. And, and when you make the list of nice-to-haves, make sure that's exactly what it is. Don't go out and buy yourself a brand-new stereo or, or a new piece of electronics like a fish finder or something and you have a change of oil on your boat in four years all right Ooh, so yeah. prioritize the things that you're doing um you know once again have a list i like lists i think lists are great check stuff off as you get through it and then as you're getting through it you're going to think of some more stuff to do make sure you finish the stuff that you have on your first list before you hop into your second list you're going to end up like our tech we'll call him tank where you're going to have piles of parts and pieces and all this kind of stuff and it's going to i mean it's going to take you 20 years to get through all the stuff and you still might not have something that's really mint at that point. So you know? you're talking about buying accessories. You're going to, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to buy this jack plate because I, sure. I want to repower in a couple of years. And then sure. maybe you don't repower, but now you get this jack plate. Well, I want to, let me get these mounts because I'm going to get yeah. the Lorans and all the electronics and the side scans and then you and you don't yeah. end up doing it. So now you get exactly. these mounts. And yeah. So if you're not using it, sell it, right? You know, you have to do something. If, if yeah. you're not ever going to put it on a boat, it's not, it's not making more money sitting in a corner of a garage or in mm -hmm. a you know corner of your basement something like that and you know same thing as you buy these pieces make sure you know the other pieces you need to put put with them to get them on the boat all right i bought a jack plate well you know i got a single lever blinker trim i want to convert over to a dual so there's you know x amount of dollars there i gotta change some wiring and all this kind of stuff just make sure that you're honest with yourself and you'll yeah. you, you will enjoy it and your other half will enjoy you much better how's that so. because you'll be having a good experience on the water they'll be having yeah. a good experience of you being on the water sure. they may not be behind the idea in the first place but honestly when when your partner sees you having joy in your life you're going to bring that joy home and it's going to it's going to bring joy into your into your relationship hopefully correct and also be honest not just on the parts and pieces but your own capabilities okay mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna say we like to think that we can do just about anything a lot of times sometimes you get overwhelmed by doing that it's right true. and you'll also hop into a project that you'll get into and you i i am not capable of doing this all right if you pull you know uh engine off and you're putting a jack plate on once again if you don't necessarily know what you're doing you get it off and you feel overwhelmed call somebody and have some have 
have a professional finish the job. Instead of putting it on, half-assing it, next thing you know, you got a wet transom, right? Yeah, so, right. Exactly. If you think your wife hates you now, just wait. Well, yeah, because now you have to admit or not admit, or if you don't admit, and it, then now you're just spending more money to spend more money. It's, sure. a, it's a lose-lose proposition. Correct. So I agree with you. You know, go into it with knowledge and understanding of what you're about to do and make sure you're going to use it. So when you were talking early, just a few minutes ago, it popped into my head. Just, just a little piece that, for me, I hear about these, uh, I have friends who, who, who bought a boat and, and yep. he's putting electronics on it. He's got the 7,000, he wants to upgrade to the 9,000 because yep. he wants the side ski and now he wants the 360. And so I'm like, hey dude, have you fished? Johnny. Oh, I haven't had time. <laughs> well, <laughs> why? Like, are you just doing this out of spite? I mean, love you guy, but yeah. I have a tiny Garmin. It's a three by four inch screen. If you want all of the fancy electronics on your boat and you're looking at $3,000 pieces of you know glass to put on sure. your boat, have you out you have you like exceeded the potential, maximized the potential of the electronics that you're using? I would say start with the $99 Garmin. See how much you use it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guarantee the first year you're going to think it's the nuts and you're going to want to load that boat up with glass. But after year 3, are you still using that Garmin? Is it exactly. worth the $4,000 upgrade to put the glass on the front front of the boat and sure. the midsection of the boat? Oh, yeah. No, totally. You're, I could not agree more. If you're, you know, if you have a boat with a 200 on it and you want a, you know, a 300, do you actually go faster? <laughs> like, right. do, you, do you drive your boat at full speed often? Because if you right. don't... What's the point? I mean, you know, everyone's, you know, call it the call it the extension of the world, right? Where yeah. you you want yeah. bigger, badder, this or that. But I mean, let's be honest. If you if, if you're not going fast, you're just wasting your money. Spend it on something else. You know? Well, it's it, it's it's like I said. I'm sitting at work and I'm fantasy fishing at my desk because I can't be on the boat. I'm buying sure. shit for the boat. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. One lesson I've learned over the years, ever since I've owned that little nitro, is and I've asked myself the question all summer long. I've been sitting here. Do I want to repower? Do I want to repower? The boat works just fine. I get to the fishing hole. I get to my folks' place. I get around the lake. I'm having a lot of fun with the boat. Yes. Do I really need to pay one and a half times its value to get it to be where I have this vision in my head of where I want my boat to be? Correct. No, I don't. So now I have to make that conscious, I don't have to, but now I need to make that conscious choice and understand why am I doing it. Yeah. And and I live alone and I have myself to reckon with, but you know, when I drop $12,000, you know, next year, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be the one who's pissed at me for spending that money if I didn't really want to do it. Exactly. And you know, you know, from the sounds of it, you're also getting out there a few times a week. So at least you're using it. Right. Unlike, you know, we'll call him you know the um the guy you're talking the, about the weekender the, yeah, yeah yeah who who bought all the stuff for his fishing boat and he hasn't even fished yet so yeah i mean to me those are the ones that don't make a lot of sense it's great to see people spend money on stuff yeah. but you know seriously go out and use it oh use, now you end it. up with a twenty four thousand dollar boat with ten thousand dollars worth of electronics and you're never going to sell that boat for more than no, maybe 17 16 17,000 sure and, you know? and, and as you know let's say you you know bought the boat and you do all the stuff to it your one goes by you don't use it your two goes by 
your other half that now really doesn't like you because you keep spending money on this thing four and or hates, five years and ago. And hates by. the boat, Yeah, too. which, so the value of that boat is anything, the older it gets, the more it goes down. So yeah. then by the time you go to sell it, then you're really going to have someone that doesn't like it because you bought something for 10 you put five into it, yeah. next thing you know, you're selling it for 7500 bucks or something, it, it, right? That's you know? one thing I will say about boats. You can buy a $7,000 boat in good condition and hold on to it, and sure. five years later, you could probably sell it for five or six. Depends on the market and how well you've kept it up, but you could probably still sell it for five grand. Sure. If you buy a $7,000 boat and you put 12 into it, do you think you're going to sell it for 19? No. It's just not, no, it's you're not. not. You're, you're going to be lucky if you can sell it for close to what you put into it. Of course. Yeah. So at that point, as you're going through the boat improvements and stuff, you know, you, you have to have some kind of expectation that, that this is for you or yes. your family or your other half or, or that, that it, you're putting money into this, that it's it's not like you're going to Wall Street with this money. I mean, no. It's, it's not, right? This you is know? where boats are a hole in the water that you throw money into. Sure. Making improvement after improvement after improvement and fooling yourself or fooling your partner yeah. or not even telling your partner where the money's going and getting your household into a difficult situation. Oh, sure. That's where you, people fool themselves because you're not going to get that money back. It's like a car. You know, it's, boats are better than cars. Bo cars can really be driven into the ground, and so can boats. But mm. it's, you really got to neglect a boat driving really into do. the ground. Yes, absolutely. You know, boats can hold. I've seen POSs that sell for, you know, two, three, four thousand dollars that a POS car wouldn't be worth two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. You know, so. It, it, it's not it, it boats can be a good investment but you you certain the more you invest into them they're not necessarily going to grow in value so it's not a wall street choice at all no no, no. And, and you know you how much you put into it you have to be a boater to enjoy it you know if you're yeah. someone that uses their boat three times a year you know make sure you're you're honest with yourself once again talking about the fishermen that went from the seven to the nine and yeah. doing this and doing that and then not fishing you're not really helping yourself at that point. But you know? tell you, that spot locked work great oh, on awesome. 4th of July because you can stay in one spot and watch the fireworks. It, is it only awesome. costs $7,000 for that 30-second experience. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It was, when it works, though, it's, it kicks ass. Yeah, I liked yeah. it very much in somebody else's boat. Yeah. <laughs> Me, yeah. I was happy drifting with the wind. Yeah, but sure. No problem. Right. I just actually tied up to him. Yeah, there you go. That's the best thing you can do. He handed me a bill for 3500 bucks when I drove away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spot locked awesome. location services yeah yeah nice. so you know some of the things to budget for when you have a boat you know you want to set aside money every year for maintenance you know uh, depending on the boat if i have a simple outboard it's two to four hundred dollars if i have an inboard it's probably gonna be more like five to six hundred dollars sure. for you know fluids and filters and changes and anything else that might come up and and if you don't spend that money hold on to it because you might hit that rock bar yeah. Next next year and cost yourself, you know, twelve hundred bucks for Correct. Something that Correct. bent prop shaft or whatever, you know? You have no idea. I mean, you know, and as as the boat gets older, your chances of having your maintenance, if it isn't done correctly, or even if it is, turn into a repair, repairs can get expensive, especially yeah. if it's a if big ticket item to your point, if it's a lower unit or a power head or an engine or some kind of fiberglass damage, and that's where the stuff starts to get expensive. So. You know, a lot of people listening to this are probably into power sports already, so they understand. They get it. They know that when they buy 
buy an ATV, they buy a snowmobile, they buy a boat. You know, warranty is great for two or three years. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're lucky to get that on on most things, I know Mercury's got three year warranty. Three year warranty yeah, which yeah. is phenomenal. You know, yeah. but when you buy a used boat, you don't get any warranty. No. You might buy a boat that's practically brand new, but it's used. Sure. You know, and and there's no warranty on it. It's not like a car when you buy it brand new, but you know you have to have that money i do this with all my toys you have to have that money for for repairs available sure. oh yeah so when i'm when i buy a toy i ask myself well it's easy to go buy the boat for 7500 but over the next five years do i have the three grand i'm going to need sure. to buy the covers to buy the bait to buy the registrations and the milfoil stickers and to repair the trailer bearings and buy the hundreds of dollars worth of fluids and yep. things that that boat's going to consume over its life in the next five years. Yep. And if you, once again, if something breaks, you hit something, something happens, is you need to be ready to get it fixed. Otherwise, you're going to have just a big thing floating at your dock that, once again, isn't going to make your family happy. So No. It's just not. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool. um, is there anything else you can think of uh, covering when it comes to your wife hating you? Uh, no, no. She actually likes me quite a bit. I, I'm not really sure why all the time, but some of the stuff that... I have no clue. <laughs> I can't really give a... Uh, she's been talking about upgrades in the kitchen for years. But anyway, she's got plenty of boats to choose from, and I think it's a good thing. So that's well, all I just, really I, I'm just thinking of how good that chicken parm's going to taste when you guys drop 10 grand on a kitchen. Right? Tell me about it. It's going to taste the same. It's going to be about as good as the $7,000 fireworks that I yeah, saw. Yeah, I know. I know. That in the shoe factory that exists at the end of the hall in my house. I don't know where the hell those people come from. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. you need to start wearing some pumps to work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm going to show up in my socks. Everyone will understand why. <laughs> oh, well, hey, thanks for joining us on Hauling Ass with Fiberglass. You got it, Steve. Always a pleasure.